0: Welcome in everybody. You got Scout's eye on college football, Big Twelve football, and beyond is the topic today. As we take a film room review of what happened in Week Four in college football, uh, let's take a look at uh, what happened uh, the conference game, Kansas. Uh, if you take a look at the conference games thus far in this league, think about this: Kansas has won at West Virginia in overtime. Texas Tech defeated Texas in overtime. Kansas State and Baylor landed road wins. Oklahoma at Oklahoma and Iowa State, respectively. But those games were separated by seven points. That's it. The biggest margin of victory in conference games thus far came when Kansas landed a rare double-digit overtime win after picking off West Virginia's final pass attempt and running it back for a touchdown. So there's not much that separates uh the, the, the teams here in the Big 12, which makes it really fun. It's really interesting. And breaking down the tape is more intriguing than ever watching it week in and week out because you're looking at teams where no one is really separating. There's some good teams, and I think the league is very good top to bottom. I just don't think it's, like, really strong at the top, meaning there's not a playoff-caliber team, it looks like, you know, national playoff caliber team. Uh, we can debate that there is a fourth caliber team outside of the top three, uh, Georgia, uh, Alabama, and uh, Ohio State. But I don't think there isn't a real elite team, but there's some good teams. Uh, Blake Chapin made the most of his first Big 12 starting through for 238 yards, three touchdowns. Looked really good. Baylor going on the road to beat Iowa State, and there was some really bad officiating in that game. Um, that, that I think certainly affected this game. But, hey, those, those happen, and not excusing it. Um, but that, that was certainly a big factor. Two-second half, Hunter Decker's interceptions prevented the Cyclones from scaling back a three-point uh, halftime deficit. Big win for the Red Raiders at home against Texas, 37-34. Is it the last game between these two teams and Lubbock for the foreseeable future? Red Raiders quarterback Donovan Smith led Texas Tech from down 14 midway through the third quarter, folks. Uh, Joey McGuire's team scored the Red Raiders' first win over a ranked team since 2019, first time in a while for Texas Tech. Look, the Tech, the Texas defense let them down. you got a 14-point lead midway through the third quarter, and you're Texas, and you're going to be a special team, then you've got to be able to hold on and beat um, Texas Tech. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it because they're not a special team right now. Kansas continued its started, uh, scorching offensive um, output. Beat previously unbeat, dude, 35 27. The Jayhawks are 4 0 for the first time since 2009. Uh, they are cleared it's over and under. I mean, they were on over and under, they were two and a half. <laughs> About that? 4-0, and it's not even October. Um, Sonny Dykes, much-anticipated return to Dallas, ended with a, with an iron skillet and returned into Fort Worth as TCU won against SMU. The team moved the football very well. Um, TCU won the turnover battle on both interceptions. But SMU led directly to TCU touchdowns. Big win for Neil Brown in West Virginia um, over Virginia Tech Friday night, a previously- um, I think underachieving West Virginia defense led the way. Uh, they only allowed 2.8 yards per play. Virginia Tech's not a great test, but certainly it was a good get for them. Conference plays off the ground. Uh, and by the end of the, the last weekend, eight of the 10 conference schools have locked a game against another conference. And if those early games are any indication, it's going to be really wild. Kind of hit the games again a little bit, uh, kind of briefly here. But Texas, Texas Tech, um, you know, um, was the first game I want to get to. But I want to remind you to check out LandryFootball.com. If you want to get detailed breakdowns of all of these games and all of these teams inside the Big 12 and every other conference, as well as the NFL, previews, reviews, head on over to LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale. Got great offers there. Uh, six, the six-month offer. You can try it for a month. The best deal we have is the 12-month offer. i ask you again to subscribe, like, and share um, the Landry Football Podcast Network and Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Um, Texas, Texas Tech, uh, certainly the the big difference in that game was a fumble by B. John Robinson, who never fumbles a football. That was a big factor. And the fact that the defense of Texas couldn't contain Donovan Smith and this Texas Tech offense. Uh, Robinson ran for 101 yards and two touchdowns on 16 carries, uh, carries but he lost that crucial fumble in overtime. Um, uh, the uh, Red Raiders were six for eight on fourth downs. They took chances, um, you know, but they were able to make it work for them. Um, Longhorns host West Virginia now, two and two. We forget that lost to alabama almost felt like a win and uh, let's remind folks that the, the longhorns are two and two now kansas state what a performance against oklahoma and what a performance adrian martinez um look the big difference was oklahoma defensively did not do a good job with their pass rush against adrian martinez they came Upfield, and they allowed the skate lanes up the middle, which is where Adrian Martinez likes to run. A bad job there, not adjusting to that. That's what Martinez does. He does so well. Um, to not be better prepared for that was really surprising from an Oklahoma standpoint. It was uh, over and over again. Oklahoma would cut the game down um, a bit, and then Adrian Martinez would bring him back. Deuce Vaughn ran very effectively. Uh, but Dylan Gabriel played well for Oklahoma. Yeah, you know, people will criticize. Look, I mean, you scored enough points to win that game. You didn't play well enough defensively. And that's what they have to do. The Kansas State did a really good job. They, they've they now beaten Oklahoma three times since 2019. Uh, Duke and uh, Kansas, who I mentioned, Jayhawks sold their, their home stadium um, out. First time in a long time. That's great to see. Football be important in Lawrence, Kansas again. Uh, Jalen Daniels was nearly flawless. He is playing so well for them. They went six for ten on third downs. They uh, put up five hundred twenty-four yards of offense. Jayhawks uh Iowa State and Lawrence on October first. This is going to be coming up this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mentioned Baylor, Iowa State. Mentioned Blake Chapman. I thought he played well. Thought Hunter Decker's did some good things, but. The difference was the Bears defense got after Decker's four times. So when he had time, he made plays. But he caused some penalties, committed eight for 78 yards. That was the difficulty for Iowa State. I know there was some bad calls as well, but the protection wasn't really good. West Virginia, Virginia Tech going back to uh, Thursday night. Again, nice win. C.J. Donaldson, Justin Johnson, really did a good job of gashing Virginia Tech on the ground. Um, uh, the Mountaineers again to get uh, take Tech to get Texas this week, this Saturday evening. So, how does it shape up? Who do you put at number one? And then again, ranking them is not just about who do I think. Just the film, I go back and forth a little bit. I'm going to give a little bit of an edge right now to Oklahoma State. Uh, they're unbeaten, and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not sure it's not Baylor. Uh, they did not play well against BYU, and O. But um, I want to see what Oklahoma State does well, uh, what they do well, or what they struggle with against Baylor, if they come out with a win. We'll see there. I'm not so sure that even though I put them here now, I'm, I, Baylor may be the better team. Baylor I would put two. Um Nice win against Iowa State, as I mentioned. They held Iowa State to 66 yards rushing, uh, 9.2 yards per uh, completion. Um, They weren't able to do that against BYU. So it's about consistency and doing it every week. Big game, huge test against Oklahoma this week. I'm going to put Kansas up there. I, I don't know that they're the third best team in the Big 12, but they are playing well and deserve to be ranked there now. They should be in the AP top. Twenty-five. The Jayhawks are uh, playing well, as I mentioned, moving the football. Um, you know, I, I think that they're, they're a bit of an underdog again against Iowa State this weekend, but it's a really good-looking team. Kansas State, of course, had that ugly loss against Tulane a couple of weeks ago, but what a great performance this past week in Norman, 509 yards of total offense, um, you know, really, really impressive. Um You know, I'm curious to see with this offense and how they're able to play defensively in a situational basis, if they can stay in this race. Uh, Why not? I think this is going to be a fun race because no one really separates. I think both Oklahoma schools, I think Baylor, I think both Kansas schools right now can stay in it. How long? I don't know. Oklahoma, I'm not counting them out. Uh, I still think they've got a great chance to get in this division race, maybe even win it. But Oklahoma defensive struggle. Um, against a Kansas State team that only put up 10 points the previous week. And I get it. Playing Tulane for Kansas State, maybe not the same as going on the road and play Oklahoma. I get that. But it's more to it than that. It was about what Oklahoma didn't do. But I think what Oklahoma did defensively or didn't do is correctable. So I wouldn't give up on them. Like what Joey McGuire's doing, Um. I thought they let it all out at, uh, at against Texas and uh, eight fourth down, you know, tries, as I mentioned, converting six of them, averaged 3.4 yards a carry, uh, not 5.9 yards per pass attempt. Um, TCU uh, w- was a big mystery heading into the season. Uh, Max Duggan is off to a good start. The offense is fine. Um, the next four weeks, Oklahoma at Kansas, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. We're going to know what TCU is coming up. Texas, look, they're 2-2. I want to be positive about what they're doing. Last week was a step back. Um, I thought against Texas San Antonio they didn't play all that well. They took care of business. They didn't take care of business on the road in Lubbock last week. Their defense didn't show up late. Um, It's Too much to say B. John Robinson lost the game with a fumble. Of course, you can't fumble the football there. The guy plays well, I think, offensively. They're a pretty good team. I just think that while you're improving the talent, and I think they're doing that in Texas, they've got to do a better job of fixing the cultural elements. I think the attitude's good, but they've got to play with a little bit more confidence a little bit more stick to when the game gets tight and finishing off people. And I don't think they're good enough because just because you've got the longhorn on your helmet doesn't mean that you're that good. I think there's uh, an issue going on there in terms of really how good this team is and where they go from uh, from here. So I think there's some, uh, some work to be done in Austin. Iowa State, it's not the same Iowa State team. They're rebuilding. The only trade Baylor by three points at halftime, though. And they fell behind as many as 17 points in the fourth quarter, lost by double digits. Um, and in West Virginia, again, I think is a pretty decent team. And you probably have to put him, you know, in the bottom two or three here. I'd put them here now. But pretty impressive looking league where everybody's pretty good. Nobody's outstanding. So whenever you have a lack of an elite team and you have – lack of a bad team, and everybody gets compressed in the middle. It used to be Kansas was a walkover win, an awful team. You know, the SEC's got Georgia and Alabama, and then they've got Vanderbilt and South Carolina. They've got really good and really bad. And then you've got, you know, some teams that are pretty good. It's a bigger league. But the Big 12 doesn't have a Vanderbilt, okay? They they don't have a Northwestern this year or Nebraska. You know their worst team is West Virginia, uh, Iowa State. They're not bad teams. They're, what's their best team though? Well, they don't really have one. Well, what's the? Is it Baylor? Is it Oklahoma State? I think that's going to make this conference really fun. So, hey, uh, a reminder again: subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network uh, and the Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel to get a. Um, Give us a good feel for how you'd like the shows that we're doing. Subscribe to the Big 12 Football and Beyond podcast. Subscribe, like, and share that as well if you like Big 12 football. Uh, If you like the other conferences, sign up for that one as well. Uh, But we really appreciate you joining us. Check out LandryFootball.com where we break down all the game film all the time. Uh, Previewing the games, reviewing the games, giving you everything you need to know about the league. So appreciate you joining us. Talk to you again next time and talk to you on our other conference breakdown shows.